Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Yo. I go by the name of Mario Wine. And this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Yeah. I bring to you my auntie, CC Wine. Yo, CC, drop that bird. You think you can pray at the fat mistake But I know It's the only way you can make it better And I know Situations get too much for you to take And you feel like you're gonna break And it makes you say I can't take it Ooh, I think it better I'm so frustrated But it's gonna be okay Cause you got someone in your corner Gonna be there for that you think you can't pray after that mistake but I know it's the only way you can make it better and I know situations get too much for you to take and you feel like you're gonna break break and it makes you say I can't take it but we have to pray good afternoon global gospel listeners I'm your host Reverend Lamar Townsend and as you may know we are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time sharing with you 
the gospel and the good news. Uh, we want you to let your family, let your friends, let your neighbors know to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Our call in number six one nine. 9240800619240800 it is because of the lord's mercy that we are here today his compassion fails not we thank god for allowing us to be here another day certainly we want you to know that we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today but we pray that is a blessing to you to you and to you we want you to connect with us on social media uh, in addition to Blog Talk Radio, we are on Apple iTunes, we're on Spotify, and we are on Google Play. All you have to do is look for Global Gospel on those platforms. You can connect with us on Facebook as Global Gospel, on Twitter as Global Gospel, on Tumblr as Global Gospel. And so if you go to Facebook, Twitter, or Tumblr, there is a direct link. All you have to do is click on the embedded image. In addition, we are also on Instagram as Global Gospel, and those are the ways that you can connect with us. We do want to shout out our sponsors on today, MPT Enterprise, uh, Maris Organics, Grandma Edda's Quilting, and the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services, and Third Lounge. We thank God for those, our sponsors. Certainly, we shout out our listener today, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, Washington, D.C., California, Illinois, Michigan, Florida. We thank God for you, you, and you. Canada, Mexico, Brazil, Jamaica, West Indies, Colombia, the United Kingdom, Pakistan, Turkey, Ghana, Nigeria, Spain, France, uh, Sweden. Wherever you are, Korea, we thank God for you you and you certainly we pray that something is said to help you on your way today you can contact global gospel at p.o box 5331 that is in hempstead new york where the zip code is 11550 our email address is globalgospel17 at gmail.com certainly we are looking forward to hearing from you for those of you that have tuned in for the first time, our theme scripture comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. But we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord. And so today, we want you, our listener, to know that the gospel is the good news. It is the glad tidings of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We want you to know that Christ came, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He was born. He lived. He shed his blood for us he died for us and certainly he rose with all power in his hand with victory over death hell and the grave and so whatever your situation is on today we want to you to know that god knows he sees all and he cares if you're down and out if you're oppressed if you're suicidal 
If you have a housing need, if you have a financial need, if you have a spiritual need, if you have an emotional need, the gospel is comprehensive. It meets every need in your life. And so certainly you don't have to give up hope, but certainly you can be encouraged knowing that God can and he will do all things but fail. And so that is our message to you on today, our listener, if this is your first time joining with Global Gospel. We also want you to know that we do have a special guest that is going to share with us in just a few minutes. And certainly this is a powerful, anointed woman of God. And certainly there is going to be something said today that certainly will bless each and every one of you, our radio listeners. Perhaps you've read the headlines throughout the week, and it says the power of prayer. And certainly we know that in this day, in this season, in this hour, certainly sometimes all we can do is pray. And certainly we need to understand a little more about prayer just to get us through the day, to get us through life. And so I believe that the woman of God that is going to share with us in a few minutes is going to help us all in a special way. She's a preacher. She's a teacher. She's an evangelist. She's an intercessor. She's an educator, a businesswoman, certainly. uh, And she has a word to share with us. And so we are going to go to break. And certainly we're going to allow you all to collect yourselves, to get your devices together to get your notepad, your pen, your pencil, your paper, whatever you use, your recording device, uh, so that you will not miss anything. And certainly you still have time to invite your family and friends to share with us. So after this selection that's coming up, it's simply titled, You Rescued Me, uh, we will be hearing from Elder Adrian Height. And certainly we know that God is going to open our hearts, our minds, and our understanding on today. So we want you to stay tuned and be blessed. You rescued me, James Fortune.
and it rules over all other kingdoms. The Bible says that Jesus is king of kings and he's Lord of lords. Everything is under his dominion. So the church has the glorious assignment to help usher in the fullness of the kingdom of God. We are praying not our own agenda, not coming with just our laundry list of what we desire and what we want God to do. But really, when we get down to it, our assignment is to pray on earth as it is in heaven. Therefore, it's really not about my agenda and telling God how to move and how to make things happen and how to get things done. But what we all have to do is get in a position where we can hear what is on God's heart. What is his will? What is his desire, his timing, and his kingdom purposes? It's about communing with God. We talk to him and we allow him to talk back to us. So what I'm saying is that the goal in prayer is for us to agree with God. The book of Revelation says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. And there might be somebody that is listening to this radio broadcast right now, and you're feeling timid. You might be feeling inadequate in your prayer life. Perhaps you're dealing with some low self-esteem when it comes to prayer. And you're saying to yourself, well, I don't know the Bible like that. And you're worrying about how somebody else prays. Let me tell you, it is not in the fancy words. It's not necessarily about being extremely eloquent or having a vast vocabulary. You have to start where you are. Start where you are in your prayer life. Take baby steps if you need to. It's all right. Don't put all that pressure on yourself. I don't care if you start with praying five minutes a day. Don't get caught up necessarily with the a, with a quantity and you're comparing yourself with somebody else who's more advanced in prayer or someone who has a stronger call where they can pray an hour or two in prayer. Start where you are with that five minutes and start looking at the quality time that you have spending with the Lord and you build on that and go from there. But for all of us, when we do pray, it has to be heartfelt. It has to be passionate. And we have to pray with fervency because the Bible admonishes us. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The Bible also says this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So the power of prayer is not the result of the person praying. Rather, the power resides in the God who is being prayed to. My God, I, I know that that was that was deep right there. The power, it resides in the God who is being prayed to. So take the pressure off of yourself. You have to know where the true power resides. You have to know who you are praying to. Know his ability. Know his might. 
How do we pray? We pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. After Jesus' resurrection and before he ascended to heaven, our Lord instructed his disciples and he told them, tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. The early church, they taught, they preached, and they demonstrated, oh my God, they demonstrated the power of the kingdom of God. And I'm here to announce to you on this radio broadcast that prayer gets results. Come on, prayer, it gets results. It gives us power to prevail, and it also gives us power to overcome. Because 1 Chronicles 16.11 says, look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. So let me break it down for a minute. What prayer actually does. First of all, prayer moves God's hand to operate on earth as it is in heaven. It confounds God's enemies. Prayer sounds the alarm. It gets God's attention. Prayer gets supernatural results. Prayer pushes the enemy back behind God's boundary lines. Prayer brings deliverance. Prayer brings down the high places, the stronghold, and it has the power to shape the course of lives and cities and nations. I want to let you know that God is calling you to prayer. He is calling you to intercede. A major, a major part of prayer is intercession. Now, there's all kinds of prayer, but what I, I want to highlight is intercession, which is an unselfish prayer that pleads on behalf of somebody else. And I believe that there's some intercessors, there's some prayer warriors that are here on the line on this afternoon. An intercessor is a go-between. They are a gap stander. They are a mediator. Gap standers are the ones that go between God and man to repair spiritual breaches. Intercessors build up spiritual hedges of protection around people, ministries, cities, and regions. Now, in the Bible, there is a very strong statement in Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30, where the Lord said, I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. So what, what the Bible is saying, I was looking for someone who would intercede. I was looking for a gap sander, but I didn't find any. And we're living in a time where the culture is redefining right and wrong. And there's violence in the land. And there's an economic shaking that's taking place in the world. But let me encourage you with the word of God that says in 2 Chronicles 7:14, if my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal the land. So don't allow the devil to trick you into thinking that your prayers don't matter. He is a liar. It is prayer that gives us heavenly assistance 
to overcome all of our enemies. It is prayer that can conquer death, it brings healing, and it defeats demons. God plus you is a majority. Let me say that again. God plus you, it is a majority. Will you be the one that will say yes to the call to pray? Will you be the one that will say, God, you can count on me, even if I got to wake up early in the morning, even if you're waking me up at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I know somebody on this line can relate to that. Will you be the one that will say, Lord, you can use my hands, you can use my mouth, and let me be your agent of change in the earth. Intercession, it is not for some special people or just for the prayer team or for those that are in five-fold ministry. It is not, prayers cannot be regulated to just the senior pastor, your bishop, or your apostle, but everybody is called to pray because the Bible says men ought always to pray and not to faint. And God will teach your hands to war and your fingers to fight. You have the power to hold back destruction. You have the power to build up the hedge and to stand in the gap. And so based on Revelation chapter number one, it tells us that we are kings and that we are priests unto God. I hope you know who you are today, that you are a king and that you are a priest. So kingship means when when the Bible says that we're kings, it means that we can pray with authoritative ruling prayer. And when it says that we're priests, it means that we're interceding and that we can go in prayer on behalf of everyone else. So intercessory prayer means that we're praying with the delegated authority that Christ has given us. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. There are spiritual gates that confine. There are spiritual gates that will try to to limit and control and manipulate. And you might be going through great warfare right now. I know somebody on here saying, saying, uh, Elder, that's me. I'm going through great warfare. But Ephesians tells us, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And you can look that up in the New King James Version, and it says those high places means heavenly places. And if you go on to read in Acts chapter number 4, verses 23 through 31, when the early church was under threats and persecution, They did not shrink back. They didn't say we can't take it and that this is too much. No. What did the church start doing? They got to praying. They got to seeking the face of God. And they asked for boldness to minister. They asked for boldness to preach, to go forth, and that with all boldness that they would speak God's word and that signs and wonders would be done. 
and the results are laid out for us in verse number 31. If you have your Bible, check this out when you have an opportunity. It says, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. What they understood was something that our postmodern church fails to sometimes comprehend is that we have keys of authority and that we have power. I believe that there are people on here today that know who they are and that you have keys of authority and that you are ready to walk in the power of God. It is man and the devil that will try to redefine God's boundaries. But we are at the church of the living God. We are to push the boundary back into God's prescribed position. We are not to allow man or the devil to box us in or to tie us up or to put any amount of satanic limitations on us. It is the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous that avails much. We have got to do this thing together. The saints must unify. It is time for us to get back to all-night prayer and for us to seek the faith of God corporately. It is played out for the church being lukewarm. Oh, my God. Yes, Lord. God wants his church to be hot. God wants his people to be on fire. It is time out for going through the motions of church and yet having no power. God did not call us to be lifeless. He has not called us to be complacent or to be lukewarm, where we're having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. And if you're feeling low today, I pray that you get your fervency back. I pray that you get your fire back. And, and that uh, the prayer warrior that has shrunk back from the place that you used to be in, I believe the Lord is going to give you a fresh wind today. Perhaps you've gotten comfortable. Maybe you've gotten sidetracked or distracted by everything that has been going on. And perhaps you are weary, but I believe God wants to give us a fresh wind and that he wants us to be encouraged and built up in him. How sad it is for a church to go through all the motions of ministry and not have power. That's not how the early church was. Oh, we are not called to go along with the status quo. We have access to power and we have to use it. Acts 1 and 8 is one of my favorite scriptures. It says, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Sometimes you have to stir yourself up to pray. Pray powerful prayers that destroy the enemy's schemes. In the New Testament, there are Greek words for power. And the Bible tells us that we have access to dunamis power. So 
from God himself. So God has given us power to move mountains. We have power to shake the heavens. Jesus said in Mark 11, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. So the question needs to be asked, what do you need God to do for you today? I want to admonish you that the Bible tells us to ask and it says seek and it says knock. Whoever asks, receives. If you seek, you shall find. If you knock, it shall be open unto you. How are you to pray? You're praying from your position in Christ, which is found in 1 Peter 2 and 9. If you know your authority in Christ, then you're able to pray with authority. You're not praying from a position of, of, of unworthiness or condemnation because the Bible says that you are a chosen generation. You're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we pray in the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, I hope you know that name today because it's a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. All power in heaven and earth belongs to him. And he said, whatever we ask in his name, he will do it that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And Colossians tells us, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things and by him all things consist. When we pray, we see ourselves from this position, meaning I'm not looking at myself at my shortcomings. That's not my focus, but I'm looking unto my Savior. I'm looking unto my Redeemer. I'm looking at my position in God, that I am an heir and a joint heir with Christ. We're not praying weak prayers. Oh, we've all done it. Oh, we prayed prayers where we were confessing fear, we confessed doubt, we confessed hesitation. We were always on the run from the enemy. Oh, my God, we have had so many times where we prayed from a position where we thought we were soft, we thought that we were weak and wimpy. But I announce to you that my Bible says that the wicked flee, though no one pursues, but the righteous, they're as bold. 
and with persistence. If you could turn in your Bible when you have an opportunity, check out the persistent widow who's mentioned in Luke chapter number 18. The Bible says, and he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying that there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. I want to let you know that even if it doesn't look like it's going to happen, if God showed you his will, if he told you that it would happen, you hold on to that word and don't you let go of it. Because the Bible says that the Lord watches over his word to perform it. His word shall not return unto him void, but it shall accomplish that which he pleases, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto he sends it. It is the Holy Spirit that helps us when we feel like the word isn't coming to pass, when we feel like there's delays, when we feel tired, or when we feel like, Lord, I don't even know what to eat, how to even how to even fix my mouth to even pray unto you. It is the Holy Spirit that goes way beyond our weaknesses and prays through us with groanings that cannot be uttered. And you can check that out in Romans chapter 8, verses 26 through 27. When your heart is overwhelmed, when you don't even have the words to pray, and when tears are running down your face, it is the Holy Ghost that is there. And he can take over for you, praying with you and through you. Aren't you glad today for the paraclete, meaning the one who comes alongside to help us? It is Ephesians 6. In the Amplified Version, I love the Amplified Version. It says, with all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests at all times, on every occasion, and in every season in the Spirit. And Philippians 4, 6-7 tells us, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. I announce to you, church of the living God, it is time for us to suit up in the body of Christ. We have to get dressed for battle. It is Ephesians 6. All of my prayer warriors and intercessors out there, you know this scripture that says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Do you have your armor on? Make sure that there are no cracks in your armor. Time will not allow us to go through all the pieces of armor. But I want to sum it up for you on today that prayer brings results. Matthew 11 says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take, they, they are the ones that take it by force. So we have to suit up in the armor of God and pray fervent prayers. Pray consistently. It is going to take relentless prayer in order for us to usher in the fullness of the kingdom of God. It has to be taken by force by believers. We are to fight the good fight of faith and endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says, behold, I give you power. There's that word power again. Power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. So if there's someone that's on this broadcast today, maybe you're saying, Elder, I, I don't feel up to the battle. I don't know if I'm ready to suit up. I don't know if I'm ready for this call. Let me tell you, God will qualify the call. He will qualify you. I said that he teaches your, your hands to war, your fingers to fight. Don't be fearful of the enemy. Put on the whole armor of God so that you can stand against the wiles of the devil. Let me leave you with this scripture. Psalm 27 says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. Please know today that the kingdom of God is not in words, but it is in power. We are called to pray in power. It is my prayer that if you are feeling any kind of deficiency, any kind of lack, push, press past your emotions. Get back in the face of God. Get back to your place, prayer warrior of interceding, because you are needed. Your prayers are needed. Pray with power. Pray until the breakthrough comes. Pray until something happens. Thank you, Reverend Townsend, for this opportunity to talk about the power of prayer. God bless you. Blessings to you. We want you all to stay tuned uh, for more as we go to break. You will win. The enemy came up against your heart. The enemy came up against your children. The enemy came up against your name. The enemy came up against your character. You will win. Win. You will win. win. The enemy came up against your health. 
he came up against your finances. The enemy came up against your vision. The enemy came up against your business. You sharing with us our number in studio 619-924-0800 619-924-0800 we want to hear from you we have a few minutes left on this saturday afternoon so please give us a call give us a shout out uh and perhaps something was said today uh that stirred you and certainly uh we know something was said to stir you today because she left no stone unturned and certainly we have something that we can go back and certainly we can study all week until uh, this week next time because uh listen we have the information we have the scriptures as she talked to us about the power of prayer and certainly i don't want to go that over it again because you can hear it for yourself if you missed anything immediately following this uh episode but certainly we talked about relationship we talked about culture we talked about asking and seeking and certainly uh getting to know god and certainly to pray uh knowing that god will give us results not in doubt and not in fear and certainly that is so important i had an experience um with someone uh actually changed my mind a long time ago about praying um with fear and certainly if god's will is going to be done in our life certainly we do not have to be fearful during prayer. Elder Height, God bless you again. 
thank you for sharing with us this Saturday afternoon. God bless you. Thank you so much for having me on your broadcast. It was wonderful being able to share. Yes, yes, it certainly was. And certainly, um, we uh we just let you jump right in and be moved by the spirit of God. And so uh we didn't say a li- we didn't talk too much about your bio at the beginning, but just again tell our listeners uh who you are, where you're from, a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your ministry. Well, um I am a preacher, a teacher, an intercessor. Um my desire is to see the lost come to know Jesus Christ. And it is my desire to see people's lives transformed. Our God is a God that said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly, which means that it's to the overflow. It's it's overflowing in his goodness. Uh, we have a God that wants to change us and that he wants to give us total life transformation. Awesome. That is so uh, well said. And because um, another interesting point that you brought out was about the culture of the day and the culture uh, dictates so much. I mean, culture supersedes uh, in the home what the parent says. It supersedes in school what the teacher says. It supersedes in church what the preacher says. And culture is affecting our whole being. And so what would you say to those uh, young people that are listening, those parents, those children, those uh, uh, those people that are in church, uh, that the laws uh, sometimes go against what the Bible says? Well, that's a that's a very interesting question that you ask. And culture has is very, very influential, very powerful. But I'm reminded of the three Hebrew boys uh, in the book of Daniel. I remember when they said that they would not eat the king's meat. Meaning, when you look at when you look at that in context, and you see that they were in a foreign land, but even though that they were in that foreign land among that foreign culture and everything was different as opposed to their Hebrew faith, they did not allow that to take them. They did not allow that to change their faith and who they were. So it's so important that all of us, young people especially, have a relationship with God. Know who you are, because when you don't know who you are, then somebody else can come and give you a definition of who you are and what you should believe and what you should be about. There isn't anything that that the world gives that God can't give you. And I wish that I had known that when I was young. Anything that you want, let me tell you, there's no good thing that he will withhold from those who walk uprightly. Right, yes. Whatever it is you want in in uh, in your life, you can get that in God. You can get that through a relationship in God. He wants, he, he knows the plans that he has for us. He wants to give us a future and a hope. So you don't have to worry about blending in with the world. That was one thing that I struggled with, especially in my um, teenage years in particular, wanting to be accepted, wanting to blend in, wanting to be like everybody else. Let me tell you, God is calling us to our wonderful, unique selves. 
He is calling us to walk in a grace and an, and an anointing where we don't have to worry about being like the world and fitting in with them. We are the ones that are supposed to be salt and light. We are the ones that are supposed to be affecting change. We are the ones that are supposed to be bringing the transformation into the world and not vice versa. So I would say, um, Reverend, we have to. We have to walk in the power that God has given us and know exactly who we are and don't take down. Well said. Well said. Don't eat the king's meat. All right. I know that many people have uh, influenced your life, and there may be some people that you want to shout out today or uh, give accolades to that have because we all have people that influence us and on our journey and especially in ministry. And so we want to give you this opportunity to shout out some people. I'd like to remember my bishop, my late bishop, uh, Bishop Joseph Williams, the founder of Christ Church International, uh, tremendous influence in my life, uh, was a wonderful leader. He passed in March of 2020 due to COVID. And I'd like to shout out the Friendly Church and Bishop Israel Newman and to everyone who plugged in today. Thank you for coming on the line. Certainly. Thank you. And thank you uh, for all that shared with us today in the ministry of Adrian Height. Tell our listeners how they can contact you and if you have any upcoming events. Please follow me on Instagram. You can find me at Adrian Height. You can look me up on Facebook. I have a ministry page, which is Adrian Height Ministries. I also have a virtual broadcast. I'll be posting flyers on my Facebook ministry page and also on Instagram. That should be coming up in the next few weeks. And I'll be doing two New Year's revivals in January. Uh, Stay tuned for flyers and uh, updates. And you can certainly submit your prayer request to me on uh, my website, which is adrianheightministries.com. Awesome. Well said. Well, once again, we thank you, Elder Adrian Height, for sharing with us. We thank God for the ministry of Elder Adrian Height, and certainly we want you to follow her and certainly join in those upcoming events. I do want to shout out our listeners on today and those that have uh, continually to share with us. Shout out to the Townsend family, the Norman family, the Stevenson family, the Washington family, the Locke family, the Bedell family, the Wiggins family, the Taylor family, the Walker family, the McCoy family, the Jones family, the Bradley family, the Hartley family, the Furman family, the Hernandez family, the Thompson family, the Allen family, the Talley family, the Davis family, the Fells family, the Carter family, the Brown family, the Brenton family, Odom family. And so all that listen and continue to share. Remember, you can leave us a comment. Uh, you can like our page. You can like this episode. And immediately following this episode, if you miss something, and if you miss anything, you missed a whole lot, uh, you need to go back and listen again. Even if you think you didn't miss anything, go back and listen again. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or right here on Blog Talk. Radio, And certainly we encourage you to go back and listen, take notes, and just study and feast off God's word as we shared with you, as Elder Adrian Height shared with you, the power of prayer. Certainly there is power in prayer, and I believe someone said there are more things wrought by prayer than the world will ever know. I don't know 
who quoted that at this time, but somebody made that quotation. And certainly you can look it up. Listen, you can Google anything today. You can Google anything or anybody. Certainly, <laughs> <That's there's, right. laughs> Listen, there's <laughs> no reason for not knowing. <laughs> you don't right. need a college degree. or You don't even have to type it. You can talk it into your uh, device. And That's so, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so listen. Be informed. Listen, you have to be informed. You have to study God's word as we were told today. That was another point that was brought out to us. And so, uh, listen, time really flies. And certainly uh, we thank you again, Elder Height, for sharing with us. And certainly we will certainly, uh, you are welcome to come back and join us at any time. And uh, we pray God's blessings on your life. And so at this time, we're going to uh, let you tell our listeners who you are again and certainly you can give us your concluding remarks and certainly we can close in prayer because after all today was about the power of prayer and certainly we know somebody is out there listening today that needs prayer and so we thank you thank you thank you thank you it's all yours i just want to pray a quick prayer Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for every listener today. I I lift them up to you. I pray that you meet every single need. If there's someone that's crying out to you, Lord, make a way. Make a way in their finances. Make a way in their home. Make, Make a way, Lord God, in their relationships. Let healing be their portion. Minister life, health, and strength to each and every person who tuned in. And we will thank you and forever give your name the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to thank amen. every Amen. I want to thank everyone for listening today. Um, my one of my favorite scriptures is Jeremiah twenty nine and eleven. So I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I look forward with connecting with all of you. You can contact me once again on Facebook and Instagram. And my email is aheightministries at aol.com. This is Elder Adrian Height, and you are listening to Global Gospel. Thank you. God bless you. Closing song. Did you stop to pray this morning? God bless you.
With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.